Marriage. How do we keep marriages healthy today? Are the things you can do to keep your marriage healthy that might involve just uh, a little time away or things you can do on a daily basis to keep your marriage healthy? We're going to talk about Lutheran Marriage Encounter today. I'm Andy Bates. Welcome to Faith and Family. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting Faith and Family. You can find out more about them on our website, kfuo.org. Look for Concordia University, Wisconsin in the sponsor section. In studio today, a great panel. We have a, a nice full studio this morning with friends who uh, are connected with Lutheran Marriage Encounter. In studio today, we have the Bateses. We don't think we're related. We're not sure yet. Cheryl and Chris Bates in studio this morning. Good morning, Bateses. Good morning. Good morning, Andy. We'll, we'll have to do some research and find out if we really are related or not, <laughs> somewhere down the line. And then also in studio, we have the Toyshers, the Reverend Dan Toysher and Judy Toysher in studio this morning. Good morning, Toysher's. Good morning. Good morning there. Glad to have you in studio and looking forward to learning about your involvement with Lutheran Marriage Encounter and what it has to offer today. We'll start with uh, Cheryl and Chris. Before you got connected with Lutheran Marriage Encounter, what were your your notions or maybe misconceptions or or what did you think about Lutheran Marriage Encounter before you took that first step into an event? Well, um, um, when we uh, we originally heard about it, we heard about it at our church and some friends that had gone that had gone to it. We didn't really hear much about it. We we thought uh, uh, maybe a weekend without the kids. Um, <laughs> Just the two of us, we figured um, maybe just relax and enjoy the weekend. It was kind of what we thought. We didn't didn't realize that uh, there's a lot to it. It and might we, just be a peaceful weekend away. Uh, yep, right. yep. Cheryl, what were your uh, your thoughts, your ideas about it before you attended? I kind of thought it'd be more like a Bible study setup. You know, you'd sit around a big table with a lot of people, and and you'd just be in the Bible all weekend and talking about marriage and. And while there is that aspect, that wasn't quite, it wasn't a Bible study. It was really focusing on marriage. Mm -hmm. The Toysters, what what were your thoughts about Lutheran Marriage Encounter before you became involved? Well, a lot of members from our congregation had uh, gone. We were at uh, Trinity Lutheran Church in Utica, Michigan, the the, uh, Detroit area. Mm -hmm. And we had about 35 to 50 couples that had gone and uh, they kept bugging us, and uh, I didn't know what this thing was, but uh, it took two years before we ever signed up to go. Judy, what were your thoughts about it? Well, we actually signed up when we had good friends over, mm-hmm. and uh, we whined and we dined them, and they invited us to go to a weekend. And uh, I'd heard other people, mainly the women, talking about what a, a good weekend this was for their relationship with their husbands. So I wanted some of that too, and uh, as things would have it, Dan had a minor surgery, so he was sort of laid up a little bit, and uh, we had an opportunity, a window of opportunity to get in there and have a weekend of our own. And we went anonymously. We didn't let anyone know we were going, and we didn't tell anybody that he was a pastor. And um, so I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, you don't hear much about what happens on these weekends for uh, really good reasons, because each weekend is what a couple makes it. Hmm. So we got on the weekend, and um, Dan had had a surgery, so I'm carrying his bags. <laughs> and um, anyway, there were people there that greeted us, and they ended up taking the bags to the room. And I thought, well, this is a nice <laughs> I could get used to this. <laughs> <laughs> what? How would you describe... Uh, your marriage at that time before you you uh, attended that weekend, how would you have described your marriage at that time? Judy? I would have said I had four little kids at home and he was pastoring full time. And uh, we're talking 60, 70 hours a week. And um, I, I was really wanting more time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, our relationship was pretty much... Um, we had to be pretty superficial, just hello, goodbye, almost. Uh, he'd come home at five o'clock in the evening, uh, f- you know, from his day, and then he would have supper and go back at seven. So um, I knew that we needed more time together, the two of us, and we we hardly had time to um, discuss uh, anything or or to get away from our four little kids. Uh, couple time was almost non-existent and we really didn't have a, uh, a way to make that happen for us. 
And that's what Marriage Encounter provided for us. Would you have described it the same way at that time? Very, very similar. Yes. We were like strangers living in the same home, but uh, hardly knew what to talk about even when we were together and uh, didn't have much time to even talk. And so it was uh, just come home, meet, and then leave again kind of thing. So uh, we were anxious to see what could be done. And uh, so we were somewhat open to go to uh, Marriage Encounter before we sort of got pushed into it. (laughs) (laughs) How about the Bateses? Chris, how would you have described your marriage at the time before you were involved with Luther Marriage Encounter? Actually, ours, I think, would be a little different situation. We've had we had we had friends um, right after we got back from our marriage encounter saying before we had gone, they they considered we were. uh, the most in love couple they had seen, and they thought that when we got back, we were even more in love than we were before we went. So I, we, we, uh, we always, we've always tried to do things together, and always tried to, tried to be as a team. But um, the weekend really emphasized that, and really increased, uh, increased our our togetherness and our in our. Um, closeness as a couple. So some might think of you know something like this Lutheran marriage encounter for uh, for couples who uh, really are at risk of their 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 relationship is at risk or in danger, and so they might think of that this is the the the, the one remedy, the one thing that's going to fix something that's broken. But you had a healthy and happy relationship, uh, and and still you chose to do this. What was it that uh, Cheryl that that at that time made you say, this is really something we should do? Well, I've always kind of thought the best way to grow is to continue to mm-hmm. learn. Um, you know, be it raising kids, you can never stop learning new techniques. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing is true with a marriage. You never stop learning how to communicate with each other and grow closer. And so I figured we had a great marriage. Why not see if it could even be greater and and so yeah we went with a good marriage and came out with an amazing marriage so so tell me about that uh that first lutheran marriage encounter you signed up and now you're there you show up you walk in it's at a at a is it at a conference center or it hotel was at a hotel hotel yeah. you walk in what tell me about like the first hour the first t- you know when you arrive what happens I wasn't still sure what to expect. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's a panel of speakers up there, presenters, and, and you know, we start hearing their story, and I'm thinking, what do we get into? This this seems good, but what is this? What are we, what did we jump both feet into? Um, and it just got better throughout the weekend, but, you know, that initial uneasiness. I'm, I'm excited to learn, but I don't know what I'm learning yet. So. Yeah, and, one, and another thing that, kind of to go along with that is when you actually get there and you and the people start talking you can tell that they're not professional speakers i mean i mean when you go to when you go to a conference you go to some place where people talk there a lot of times they're paid to do that and so they are that's they're real good at that um one of the first things we noticed was you know they're these people they're not really talking like professional speakers would talk but then again as you go through the weekend you realize that's because they talk about their own relationship and they talk about their own struggles within their relationship. And it's not something that professional speakers can give you. They have a perspective that only the couple that have lived through that can give you. And, and so at first you're, you're kind of, you might be kind of turned off by the fact of, you know, they might be a monotone talk or they might, might not be um, stressing the right points when they're talking. But as you go through the weekend, you realize that's, that's the way it's got to be because these are the couple the these are the couples that have lived through these struggles. So what you're saying is the the people who are, are facilitating the the weekend are everyday people who are in marriage who who have uh, experienced the ups and downs of relationships. They're not necessarily the a a. a a paid uh, professional or a, a you know a, a um, high profile speaker, but they're just like everybody else. They're everyday people who have real life experience in marriage. Yep, I mean as 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 a good example, Cheryl and I um, have become presenters, and as you can probably tell right now, I'm not a professional speaker, and uh, um, but um, but we have become presenters, and 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 I mean we we enjoyed our weekend so much that we wanted to help 
promote it and pass it along to other couples. And so that's why we became um, we keep became presenters. And um, and like I said, and so it's 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 people that have talked about real life experiences. It's not people mm-hmm. that are paid to be there or people that have, have learned to talk to be there. It's people that are have lived the experiences themselves. What We're volunteers. <laughs> We're all volunteers that do it. It's not paid. What did you learn in that in that first weekend? What did you learn first about yourselves in your relationship? Uh, and then we'll get to uh, other things that that you learned that that would be helpful and that would that that you could implement maybe. What did you learn? What was eye opening in that first weekend? I learned yeah. a lot about how I tick, <laughs> um, why I do some of the things I do, and what kind of operates inside me, and. Uh, so that made it easier for us to relate, knowing what what makes us who we are. Why do we do the weird things that mm-hmm. we do? Um, so learning a lot about myself to start with, and then learning as he learned about himself, and then we could learn about each other and communicate through that. Um, that was that was very eye opening. Yeah, not so much just that we communicate or we communicate we communicate a lot or not a, not as much, but the things we communicate about some of the the, the communication. Um, if you just if your main communication is talking about your day or something like that, that may not that may that's good and well that you're talking to your spouse, but sometimes you need to talk about things that are a little different than just than just day to day activities. And so, and so I picked um, some of that up, some of the communication up that is um, specific to marriage encounter. What were the the exercises that that you were given to 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 work through in order to to discover these things, to learn these things about yourselves, about your relationship, about each other. Well, I don't want. We don't want to, of course, give away too much. Um, There's a lot the, of communicating the, with the, each other. The weekend, the weekend is kind of set up where um, a presenting a couple presenting couples will talk about a a topic or an area, and then the um, and then the um, the attending couples have a chance to go back to their specific area. They're Within the, just to just the two of them, and discuss that same area. So it's um, kind of set up where the presenting couples can talk about that area and the way they felt and the way they they discussed, the way they communicate in that area. And then and then the couples that are on the weekend, um, they're never forced to communicate with everybody. I mean, they're never never forced to to open so to to share among the, the whole group. They always the, a lot of the sharing is all done. Within the um, within a privacy of their own room or their own area, the the couples that are there. So, so the couples who are attending Lutheran Marriage Encounter are are not asked to spill out their guts <laughs> about everything that's going on in their marriage before the whole group. This no. it's not group therapy. No, uh, this is um, now the presenters may share from their own experience, but. The, the really the the intention here is that the couples have the opportunity to speak about these things or learn these things in privacy. You're yes. given the tools, the the resources, exercises to do, and then you go and 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 talk and learn in privacy. Right. Yes, that sounds uh, I, I think probably a, a lot more comforting to to many <laughs> uh, than the idea of trying to uh, spill the beans about your whole life, right. your whole your whole marriage right there. Uh, to the toysters, what? Uh, what did you learn on your first marriage encounter, Dan? Well, for me, I was introduced to the whole world of feelings. <laughs> I uh, didn't I just, have feelings before that. Uh, just you know, anger, happy, just some major ones. <laughs> but I did not know that there was a whole world of feelings. And uh, on the weekend, they gave us a list of uh, feelings, and there must have been close to a hundred uh, different feeling words. And I. I just had no concept of, of something like that before. So that really made a difference because uh, as we discovered as the weekend went on and uh, and since then too, that sharing at a feeling level is really the most deepest and intimate way of sharing uh, of all kinds of communication. And uh, it really makes a difference in a relationship. What would you say, and this is probably more... Th- well, I shouldn't assume, but I'm guessing this is a tendency among guys. I don't want to talk about feelings. What would you say to the person who says, I don't want to talk about feelings. I don't want to uh, talk about my feelings. Uh, that That's too gushy for me. What would you say to someone who says that? Well, I mean, for me, it was uh, 
the fact that I could learn how to discover that I had feelings, and at first I had to be assured uh, that I had feelings, and then how can I dig and find them and then bring them up. Uh, it, it was an intriguing kind of workshop for me, and that was, uh, that was good in itself. Uh, for guys uh, that don't like to share feelings or are afraid to because uh, that's how our society seems to be, uh, it, it's sad because we're missing out on our total personalities, uh, even discovering who we really are, let alone discovering what our spouse is and who she is. Uh, and so I, I just would strongly encourage guys to to be in touch with what's really there. It's a it's a gold mine, and we don't even realize it. And uh, and how what it can do to help build relationship uh, with our spouses. Fantastic. Judy, Judy, what did you learn in that that first marriage encounter weekend? Well, first of all, we learned that um, feelings are neither right nor wrong, and um, that gave us permission to be able to share feelings uh, in a loving way. And we were carefully taught on the weekend how to, first of all, identify how you do feel, uh, how to express it in a loving way, and then how to share it uh, back and forth with your spouse. And uh, that was something I was looking for when we went on our weekend, how to have a uh, deeper level conversation um, with four little kids at home, I was looking for adult conversation of any kind. And uh, we, we certainly got it on the weekend. And I would say one of the things that I heard that made a difference uh, was that it was okay to have these feelings, what you do with them. You know, that that's another story. And you can actually get in trouble over that, you know, if you abuse that. Hmm. But just to share from your heart, um, it made, a, I would say, a magnificent difference in our relationship. And we actually then went on to teach our children how to express their feelings. And you've seen the feeling charts around. There's a magnet mm-hmm. you put on the refrigerator that says, how do you feel today? Um, we use that for ourselves. How do we feel today? So we went from sharing uh, the weather and what cute things the kids did that day to what was your high feeling of the day? You know, what was your strongest feeling? What was your, what was your low feeling of the day? And um, it just took our relationship to a different level. How, is, how has that been helpful in your relationship, learning how to communicate um, about feelings, learning to communicate what you are feeling? How has that been helpful? Well, actually, uh, I was a nurse at the time, working also, um, part of our journey. And um, actually, I used how do you express your feelings in little workshops for people. And I actually worked in a stress unit. And uh, it became very apparent to me that when people can express how they really feel, uh, it it makes them, it frees them to a great extent. And uh, when you ha- meet someone that shares at that deeper level, um, you have a lot more to talk about and you become closer. It's a more intimate way of having a relationship. So I, I used it even in my work as well as with the children and um, in our relationship. We even um, would share his, his uh, uh, sermon um, scripture of the, you know, for the mm-hmm. next Sunday sermon, and we would share, well, what what feeling does that bring forth in you? And and that was good, too. How did learning to communicate with feelings and about feelings help in your relationship, Dan? Well, as Judy mentioned, you, you really get to know yourself better, and also you get to know your partner, uh, and you have so much more to relate to, and they have something more to relate to. And that, that made a difference. Uh, otherwise, it's a pretty much surface uh, kind of relationship. But uh, when you open your heart and you share your feelings, uh, and it's not right or it's not wrong, it's just where I am and who I am at the moment, uh, then uh, it uh, just is presenting a gift, really, to your spouse and vice versa. Chris? 
sharing feelings, talking about feelings, was this, did this come fairly easily or was this challenging as you learned about this in Marriage Encounter? Uh, no, like you mentioned before, I'm a guy and guys aren't supposed to have feelings, right? So, uh, um, so it was... We have feelings, it's just we're supposed to, you know, channel them into uh, something athletic, right? Yeah, so uh, yeah, it was, uh, describing them was a completely different avenue than I had ever been on before. Um, and, uh, um, and one of the things, kind of to go back to something else we talked about, um, I'm glad that especially on that first weekend that I only had to share them with Cheryl because I definitely wouldn't have wanted to share them with everybody in the room that first weekend. So, uh, so it's, it's definitely a lot easier to share your feelings when, when you have the one-on-one time with your spouse. But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, that was completely different than what, than the communication that she and I had had before. Cheryl, how did that make a difference in how you communicate with one another in your marriage? Oh, I realized he had feelings. <laughs> uh, there were feelings and they didn't have to be buried deep down inside that he could share them and we could discuss them. And sometimes we feel the same about things and other times we're completely on different, you know, I'm excited about something and he's terrified about something. And, and just being able to know where we're coming from helps us move forward when we know our feelings. And it, like Dan said, it was definitely a gift that we can give each other and receive from each other. Just knowing where they're at and and knowing each other's communication style knowing how right. each other how they how you each express those feelings too my wife has learned enough about me and how i express my feelings that she shares with others that like if they're giving me a gift or something in and they're anticipating hoping that i'll be excited about it just she she warns them just know that he doesn't show his uh his feelings or excitement in the way that that <laughs> that others typically do. If he likes something, it may not be like, you know, an outburst of joy that you would see from other people. Uh, he, he might just smile and, and say, thanks, this is really nice. <laughs> so she knows me well enough to, to warn other people. <laughs> he may really like it. It just may not notice it right. outwardly. So learning enough, uh, learning about each other's communication styles, how you express those communications, or, I mean, those feelings certainly can be helpful, it sounds like. Absolutely. So how are you how are you involved in Lutheran Marriage Encounter today? You mentioned earlier that uh, after attending that uh, somewhere down the line you decided to become presenters at Lutheran Marriage Encounter. How did you attend more weekends before you became presenters? Um, well, um, when you're um, when we were asked to um, think about being presenters, uh, we discussed it um, and of course our feelings about that. And uh, um, we decided to pursue it. And then there's actually a there's actually a different um, weekend that's called a deeper weekend, where um, you actually, as the term uh, suggests, you go kind of deeper into describing feelings and that kind of thing. And that weekend kind of helps you to helps you to be able to uh, describe the feelings that you had. Um, in your past um, experiences so that other people can understand. And then, and then from then on, it's, uh, there's um, each, each area that's discussed, there's like a, an outline that um, um, you kind of have to follow, but then within the outline, you put your own experiences in. And um, so you have to write out, you write out your, what, you're, what you're planning on saying. And then, uh, and then once, you, once you write your, once you write your talks, you pass them to a couple that's been in marriage encounter a lot longer than you, like the Toysters sitting here, and uh, they come back and say, "Well, you didn't quite, probably didn't quite go deep enough in this area, or you, or you need to take some out of here." And so, and so, uh, writing the talks is is more than just sitting down and writing. There's, it's a definitely a multi-step process. Um, and then, um, and um, then once we uh, did that, we were able to present. Um, and like I said, we really wanted to do that because of the fact that we we felt strongly for this ministry and wanted to help others. Cheryl, what have you, uh, what have you found to be most challenging about being a presenter, a presenting couple for a marriage encounter? Probably taking care of our kids when we're presenting. Um, we'll be gone now for weekends, you know, more regularly, and just making sure the kids are accounted for and covered and 
My mom doesn't have a lot of good health, so it's hard to just rely on her all the time. So that's probably the m most challenging. Um, but just there's a lot of riding, like Chris said, and getting that done is challenging. But it's it's rewarding when you see these couples on Friday, how they walk in and how they walk out on Sunday as a different couple. That's extremely rewarding, just seeing, you know, they're coming on Friday tired and exhausted and frowning. And Sunday they're leaving holding hands and smiling, and that's... As Cheryl, that's a gift. As Cheryl said, we're we're volunteers, but that's our pay right there. Right. Is seeing the couples change from Friday to Sunday. We're talking about Lutheran Marriage Encounter here on Faith and Family. We'll continue the conversation, learn how Pastor Teuscher became involved as clergy with Lutheran Marriage Encounter. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Concordia University, Wisconsin and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. CUW.edu Faith and Family is a production of KFUO Radio. Christ for you anytime, anywhere since 1924. Text the letters KFUO to 41444 to join the legacy with your tax-deductible gift. Hi, I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. You know, life is a potpourri of good experiences and really tough challenges. Through all those times you need, and so do I, the Lord's precious word and sacred music to get you through. That's what you get when you tune in to Moments of Assurance, Christ-centered songs, scripture, news items, trivia, humor, you name it. So tune in. You'll be richer for it over the noontime hour here on Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches. You hear our voices every day as we speak the gospel, share the latest news, or for insightful and sometimes entertaining talk. Why not share your voice with us and send us your feedback, suggestions, and questions? Leave your comment at 314-996-1542. Be sure to follow us on social media, too, so you can like, comment, and share your favorite posts. Drop an email to KFUO at KFUO.org or send a snail mail letter to Worldwide KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. We're talking about Lutheran Marriage Encounter today. My guests in studio, Chris and Cheryl Bates, Pastor Dan and, and Judy Teuscher in studio talking about their participation in Lutheran Marriage Encounter, what they've learned along the way, and how they're helping others do that as well. Now, the, the, the Teuschers have been involved. How long have you been involved in Lutheran Marriage Encounter? Actually, uh, for 40 years now. 40 years. Wow, that's a milestone. Yes, ever since I was a brunette. <laughs> <laughs> and the, Bates, how long have you been involved in Mar Lutheran Marriage Encounter? Uh, we seven went our, years. Yeah, we went on our first weekend just in November of 2010. So, Wow, seven years and a, a milestone as well. Now, you mentioned earlier that uh, the Toysters mentioned that uh, you attended your first Lutheran Marriage Encounter kind of anonymously, not letting anyone know that you're a pastor. You're just here to be a healthy couple. Uh, when did you become involved as as clergy for Lutheran Marriage Encounter? Well, actually, we went, as uh, was said earlier, because I was at serving at Trinity Utica as pastor to families. That was my particular area. And I also was serving in the district. And in the district, uh, I was uh, uh, part of the um, family life consultant. And so I really wanted to find out about marriage. And so we got involved uh, that way too. But I went there to really uh, sort of steal the program and take all kinds of notes and all of that. <laughs> And uh, bring it back uh, so I have something to offer to our congregation and also to the uh, Michigan district at that time. But uh, that was back in 1975. 
And so we just, once we made our weekend in December 1975, we just continued being involved and uh, just haven't stopped since. So, And at that time, the word, in 75, the word encounter was was pretty common. We, we started learning about encounter. There were encounter groups that was, was pretty common. But this is, this is something that, you know, many of those have, uh, many of the, 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 I guess, the, the movements that started during that time have faded. But this is something that has remained uh, because, uh, well, why has it remained for so long, in your opinion? I believe because it, it has been so powerful experience for couples. It has renewed their life. It has renewed their love. They rediscovered the love that they had for each other. Uh, very similar to uh, uh, when they were uh, first married, mm-hmm. and they seem as years go by, they lose all of that relationship and that and that love and the, those feelings of romantic feelings, and they rediscover all of that again. Uh, actually, learn who am I actually married to, and they like what they uh, first picked out, and uh, that's the beautiful thing about this, and. So it just goes on from there, and I think that's what's been so uh, successful. The word encounter is not the best word. Uh, it's sort of uh, that uh, unforeseen uh, discovery, mm-hmm. and that's what it uh, really conveys. Uh, but I know it has a little different connotation in our society as more of a conflict kind of thing. But it's really not that. Judy, it looked like you were going to add something yes. to the conversation there. I would say one of the things that really has kept Marriage Encounter, Lutheran Marriage Encounter going, is our, after the weekend, we have uh, the opportunity to get together with other encountered couples, and we support each other, and we continue to use some of the communication uh, methods that we've learned, and um, there's something about an encountered couple that uh, when they get together, they, they share more deeply than you normally would. And we're, we share more about the things that really matter, hmm. about what's going on in our lives, what's going on in our family. Uh, if there's a wedding, we, go, we all go to it. If there's a funeral, we all go to it. So we're really a support group for marriages. And the other part of survival for us, I think, is that we are part of Worldwide Marriage Encounter. And marriage worldwide is in 90 countries around the world. We're not small, and we're very diverse, and uh, we, of course, represent the Lutherans. But when we represent the Lutherans, we're talking about also the Scandinavians because we're, we're there too. And now with uh, things like Facebook, we can talk to each other. So I think the, the media has helped a lot for all of us to continue to share with each other, um, hold hands as we all bravely continue, you know, in life. But I, I know that what we've got is right now, uh, the people of, of Southern in India are begging us to come to help their churches with their marriages. And we're on our way in May. Hmm. So people around the world learning more about their their marriages, their relationships. Right. It, what they learn is that we all share feelings, and we we all um, can uh, can relate to each other. At that point, we've had people in Finland say, "Well, you're just like us." We said, "Well, yes." <laughs> <laughs> Almost like we had one creator. Huh? Yes, when when we bleed, it's red. <laughs> Pastor Toyster, what is uh, what is your role as clergy in Lutheran Marriage Encounter? How how do you help uh, in a Lutheran Marriage Encounter weekend? Well, we are partners with another lay couple in the leadership role, uh, both on the administrative level, and then of course on the uh, where we actually present on weekends. But uh, in our particular role, then we. Uh, I would say sort of magnify what the lay couple does and and then the clergy part. So it fits together. Uh, Like uh, 
the shoe and the sock and the foot and kind of thing. It all comes together. And uh, that, I think, uh, is an important role, but also to make sure that uh, things are true to our theology uh, and uh, that uh, things don't get, as the years go by, get uh, that we fall away or get farther away from uh, who we really are. And uh, there are 11 different expressions in Worldwide Marriage Encounter, uh, the Lutherans just being one of those 11, and uh, we want to make sure we are distinctively uh, Lutheran uh, in uh, our whatever we offer. So, how? It, oh, go ahead. I wanted to add, it's also a lay movement. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we as clergy support the lay couples in every way that we can. How does something like Lutheran Marriage Encounter help a congregation? How does it make a difference in a congregation? Some of the things that we also share on the weekend is about being open and apostolic uh, as a couple to, to move out into this world, to be really missionaries, and to realize that you are uh, a strong witness and sign of God's love. And uh, so couples are encouraged to go back and serve wherever the Lord would be leading them. And most of the time, they first start with their congregation. So they're quite eager to get back and do something uh, to let their light shine. And uh, that has uh, proven to be very, very powerful in congregations. And uh, usually pastors really appreciate to have a a couple come, and they often want to serve together. Uh, They want to usher together, sing in the choir together, teach Sunday school together, uh, whatever. Wherever the Lord... uh, has given them talents and they sense that they want to serve. What can happen when a couple serves side by side, when a couple serves together in, you know, whether they're serving in their congregation or in their community, what can happen in that relationship? Well, for the couple, of course, it uh, sees themselves as a team and they are obviously working together, talking together, relating together, and then carrying this out. And they really, uh, that, I think is a witness to others that uh, about their marriage, uh, there can be uh, a good marriage in in front of me. And I, I obviously that raises my thoughts of what, how a marriage could be to see this in action. A couple who really loves each other and serves uh, together um, and I think it's a, a powerful effect in a, f- a more uh, complete and fuller effect. Uh, and uh, I think uh, the Lord blesses that very, very much so. Chris, how have you, and Cheryl, how have you seen, uh, th- when you left your, your marriage encounter weekend, did you come back with uh, encouragement to serve together in some way? Yeah, we, uh, um, at our church, we, we've done a lot of uh, um, like VBS work um, together. I, I know, uh, um, a couple of times that we've, we've worked together in, like in VBS crafts and we've kind of co-led VBS crafts together. I've heard people, I've heard, um, people married people come up to me and say, I don't think I could do that with my spouse, but, uh, <laughs> you know, spend a whole week, a whole week just with the spouse. Um, but, uh, but that's part of, I mean, that's part of, one thing that we learn on the mar- on the weekend is is that you can actually spend time with your spouse as much as you don't think you can you, you still can it's kind of the like that story of the you know couple painting a, a something in their home you know painting a room in their home for the first time together and <laughs> spending that that time together you you've never had your first argument until you've tried painting a room together in your home <laughs> <laughs> we just hope by being a team in the church that, you know, and I, Dan kind of mentioned it too, being that model of marriages. There's so many negative models of marriages. As soon as you turn on the TV or watch the news, you see all these, you know, marriages that are on the rocks or, you know, not working out. And and so many people just change spouses like they change cars, you know. We want to be that vision of what a good, godly marriage is for our kids 
as well as for other people. And so when congregations and members of congregations see couples who have a long, you know, we've been married 21 years, you know, that's what we want. We want people to see that and go, wow, yeah, that's what I want. And and kind of along those same lines, um, um, there was, you know, it, it mentions it mentions in Jesus' time how he sent his disciples out um, in pairs uh, at one point to, to minister to the to the people around there. Um, that's kind of the way I feel that he sent Cheryl, he sent, he sent Cheryl and I out as a pair because that way if one person is hurt, the other person can help. And uh, so he kind of he kind of sends us as a pair to to help minister to our church and then to our community. As you've been involved as uh, presenting couples in our couple in uh, Lutheran Marriage Encounter, uh, you mentioned earlier that w- one of the the rewards for you was seeing uh, you know couples come in on Friday uh, and walking out a, a bit taller and and closer as they were walking out. How have you? Tell me a little bit more about those changes that you've seen in couples that have been become involved in Lutheran Marriage Encounter. Uh, we'll start with the Bateses, and we'll go over to the Toysters as well about the the changes that you've seen. Obviously, you've seen changes in your own marriage and in your own right. communication and how you interact. But how have you seen that in others? Um, well, um, we uh, we've been uh, well. Actually, we're fairly new i'm not sure that there's been any presenting couples since since we've become presenters um but uh um but i know that like um like the toyster said um when we have when we have community events and we're at community events it's uh, it's like a completely different community it's like a different event of, of friends than any of the other events that we have because you don't usually go to a group of friends and I mean like if you're at a I don't know just as an example if you're at a World Series or a Super Bowl party a lot of the guys hang out together and a lot of the girls hang out together and they're talking about their own their own type of thing um, at marriage encounter community events it's the couples all hanging together talking about their marriage you usually don't have um, usually don't have um, other get-togethers where you where you discuss that, and so I think I think that I think that by itself shows um, how we all you know, are working to improve our marriage because um, we're not we we're in an area where we can discuss we can talk about our marriage and talk about our spouses and not and not just hang with all the other guys that are there. Well, we have seen couples who've gone on the weekend. Um, and then come back to the church and what was once one of their ministries, I'm involved in this, now became a we. It's not my thing, it's our thing. And I could think of three or four couples that I know of specifically that I saw that change after they were encountered. It was something that they enjoy together now. Right. It, it, it was just uh, one person's thing. Now it's become, a, as you said, a we, effort. a team effort. Uh, Toysters, how have you seen... Uh, couples change through their Lutheran Marriage Encounter weekends. Judy? Okay. Um, I think I've seen a lot (laughs) in 40 years. But um, we've seen couples that were, they both wanted the marriage, and that's one of the criteria for going on a weekend, that they both need to want the marriage. And we've seen it go from just wanting the marriage but not knowing quite how to carry out the marriage to now having a track to run on. They, they now have a different attitude about their marriage, about each other. Um, it benefits the children, if there are children, uh, to see mom and dad united. And our own kids did some of that because before our weekend, I was really into motherhood with four little kids and not giving Dan the honor and respect that I really needed to be giving him and those kids were like my kids because I was with them all the time and he just sort of came and went in his ministry but uh, I've seen that a lot in other couples where you make some decisions I've seen couples join the same church because we encourage that that you both go to the same church make a decision and do that for the good of your relationship for the good of your children or family if you have family um, we've seen couples that 
one one couple came and they they were having uh, a lot of differences of opinion. And at the end of it, they decided to redo their marriage, start over again, and um, with a lot more love and a lot more sharing and a lot more tenderness. Uh, a woman's number one emotional need is love and affection. And uh, his number one is honor and respect. And it's like the, the cycle, what comes around goes around. And we've seen couples realize this, that, the, that he might realize he's not giving as much love and affection as what she really, what they say about passion is it's never extreme. You can't give enough. And then... Um, he really needs the honor and respect and the companionship. And so we've seen couples begin to realize what the other one needs, and it's different from theirs, but they begin to see the other person in a whole new light. And um, so we've had lots of thank you notes through the years. We, we've, we still get them a lot. You know, thank you for what this did for our marriage. Pastor, how have you and, seen marriages uh, change? In some cases, uh, uh, perhaps the husband was not a Christian. And on these weekends, uh, at the end of the week, they hear they want to be baptized. Now, we, of course, don't do that. We uh, link them up with a local pastor mm-hmm. and and like. So from that standpoint, there's a great change in that person's life and in their relationship with each other. And that's been beautiful. We've seen couples uh, that have uh, gone forth and uh, volunteered at their church as a couple to do the youth program, and uh, which is a major, major thing, and and many other uh, positions in the church. And uh, we've seen uh, couples go out and serve in the community, uh, the soup suppers and and uh, serving the the poor and the needy. Uh, so we, we've seen a lot of that, and then. As as Judy said, uh, and I would underscore what she shared about uh, couples' lives have been changed so drastically uh, that, yes, they, they want to do something that's meaningful. They don't want to just go, now let's do something together to serve ourselves. They want to serve others. They, they have that uh, reawaken in them. And so on the bigger picture, how does that change a, whole, a congregation as a whole? How does that change, how does that affect a community as a whole? Well, certainly the, uh, uh, the, the church becomes a more loving church, and uh, I'm the, you've got a living example, uh, and if you can have more couples from your congregation being involved, uh, they are powerful witnesses of Christian marriages and and also serving as as team and being a team in ministry. Uh, that has a big effect on on a congregation. Um, and uh, I I think uh, the the vision of that couple helps rise the vision of those around them if they're serving on a particular board or committee. Uh, so. It has its effect, yes, definitely. Right, and like in uh, the situation with Dan and myself being clergy, uh, it really empowered us to go and present uh, marriage enrichment seminars at our congregation. And um, and actually, we presented uh, a series of marriage enrichment se- little little segments to the community at large. And the criteria for being there was that you're not a member of the church. And they loved what we presented. And so they're from the community around our church. So that helped them come into the church, have a good experience. And we invited them, of course, to join us. But we also invited them to go to Marriage Encounter. We have just uh, about two minutes left. And earlier, the Toysters shared how uh, Lutheran Marriage Encounter not only helped their relationship with each other, but also benefits their children. How have you seen that in the Bates family, Cheryl? How is that? How has your relationship that's been strengthened through Lutheran Marriage Encounter also benefited your children? Well, our kids have definitely seen a strong marriage, and 
It's really cute. You know, we'll walk into the kitchen and give each other a kiss. Ooh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I want. I want my kids to be grossed out because we share a kiss because then they see it's real. You know, they see us when we have disagreements, but they see us when we love each other. And I want more than anything my kids to see a loving marriage because that's what I want for them ultimately, a loving Christ-centered marriage. Yeah, both both Cheryl and I, neither one of us came from a a family that was that ended up being having a husband and wife together for uh, uh, I mean a mom and a dad together for a long really long time and uh, and I think that's part of the reason that we felt um, inclined to continue to promote this ministry is because um, we know where we both came from individually and we would like other kids and other families to not to not go through that same thing, the, the different things that we've gone through. How do we find out about uh, Lutheran Marriage Encounter in North America? What's the way to find out about that? Uh, go to godlovesmarriage.org. That's pretty easy. Very easy. Godlovesmarriage.org. What would we find there on that website? We'll find uh, Lutheran Marriage Encounter weekends that are coming up. You and can right, find, all you, over can, the country. you can select what state you're in. Um, and then it'll have upcoming upcoming encounter weekends um, in that state. You can find one close to you, and you can actually um, register for an upcoming weekend right there. Very good. Are you presenting at any in the coming year? That, I'm not that sure you're aware we of will. yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we've set our presenting schedule, but we will definitely. In the St. Louis area, we usually have uh, we usually have one in April. the April time frame and one in the November time frame. And uh, usually, Cheryl and I will end up presenting on one of those two. Very good. And Central Illinois also Mm -hmm. has a spring and fall. And every now and then we'll have a summer, but we would post that on that website. Well, thank you all for being my guest today, helping us learn about Lutheran Marriage Encounter. Again, the website, godlovesmarriage.org. My guests in studio today, uh, the Reverend Dan and Judy Teuscher in studio. Thanks so much for sharing with us about Lutheran Marriage Encounter. And uh, Chris and Cheryl Bates. Bates is so nice to have you in studio and uh, sharing about your experience with Lutheran Marriage Encounter as well. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Andy. Coming up in just a little bit, Thy Strong Word. You've been listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.